Blog Talk Radio. Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. Today's show is titled Balancing Act, Mastering Work-Life Harmony in a 24-7 World. I'm your host, Davida Shemsky, a career and personal development strategy coach. In today's fast-paced world, achieving a healthy work-life balance can seem like an impossible task. But it's not just a dream. It's a necessity for our mental and physical health. In this podcast, we'll explore practical strategies for managing your time and responsibilities at work and at home. We'll discuss how to set boundaries, prioritize your tasks, and make time for activities you love. We'll also delve into the role of self-care in maintaining a balanced life. Whether you're a business professional, a parent juggling multiple responsibilities, or someone who's just trying to make it through the day, this podcast is for you. So let's dive in and start our journey towards achieving the work life harmony. In today's episode, we're going to delve into a practical strategies for managing your time and responsibilities, both at work and at home. We live in a world that's always on, always connected, and it can be challenging to find the sweet spot between our professional and personal lives But it's not just about finding balance. It's about creating it. So here are some strategies to manage time more effectively. Prioritize tasks. And this is very important. Use the Eisenhower Box, a simple decision-making tool that helps you identify what's important versus urgent. Tasks are divided into four categories, important and urgent, important but not urgent, not important but not urgent, and not important and not urgent. Or rather, let's say this again, important but and urgent, important but not urgent, not important but urgent not important, and not urgent. And this helps you focus on tasks that contribute to your long-term goals. Time blocking dedicates specific time slots for different activities during your day. This could be work tasks, exercise, 
family time, even relaxation. By having a clear schedule, you can ensure that you're dedicating enough time to each important aspect of your life. The Pomodoro Technique. This involves breaking your work into 25-minute chunks separated by five-minute breaks. After completing four Pomodoros, take a longer break. This can help maintain your focus and productivity without leading to burnout. Leverage technology. Use digital tools and apps for task management and scheduling. Tools like Asana, Trello, or Google Calendar can help you keep track of your tasks and deadlines. Delegate. This is a big one because if you're a manager, you are afraid to delegate simply because you want the control. The fact of the matter is that you can't do everything. If there's a task that can be done by someone else, don't hesitate to delegate. This can free up your time to focus on tasks that require your expertise. Say no. And this is another important one because so many times we're afraid to say no. It's important to understand that you can't do everything. Learn to say no to tasks or activities that don't align with your goals or that could overwhelm your schedule. Remember, effective time management is not about busy all the time. It's about ensuring that your time is spent on valuable and meaningful tasks. It's about working smarter, not harder. Now, we'll discuss how to see, how to set boundaries in a world where work can follow you home through our smartphones and laptops. It's more important than ever to establish clear boundaries between our work and personal lives. We'll talk about strategies for setting and maintaining these boundaries to ensure that work doesn't consume our personal time. Setting boundaries between work and personal life is crucial for maintaining a healthy work-life balance. So here are some strategies to help you establish those boundaries. Set clear working hours. Decide on a start and end time for your workday and stick to it. Make sure that your colleagues and clients are aware of your working hours to avoid any confusion. Create dedicated workspace. If you're working from home, have a specific work area where you do your work. This physical separation helps create a mental separation between work and personal life. 
if you work from home, have a room that you can close the door when you're at work and let your family know that they cannot interrupt you during those times. Unplug. Technology makes us accessible around the clock. It's important to unplug from work-related communications outside of your working hours. And this might mean returning, or rather, turning off email notifications or setting do not disturb hours on your phone. Use your time off wisely. Make sure that you're using your vacation time and days off to truly relax and disconnect from work. Avoid checking your work emails or messages during this time. Communicate your boundaries. I think this is something that people often don't understand, and we've talked about this before, that you need to have boundaries and let people know they cannot cross those boundaries. So it's important to communicate your boundaries to your colleagues, clients, and family. Let them know when you're working and when you're available for personal activities. Remember, setting boundaries is about respecting your own time and well-being. It's not just about work-life balance, but also about work-life harmony. Now, we'll explore how to prioritize tasks. Not all tasks are created equal, and it's essential to distinguish between what's urgent and what's important. We'll discuss techniques for prioritizing tasks effectively, helping you focus on what truly matters and letting go of what doesn't. Prioritizing tasks is a key skill in managing your time effectively. So here are some strategies to help you prioritize your tasks. Eisenhower Box. This is a powerful tool for prioritizing tasks. It involves involving your tasks into four categories. And we mentioned this a little bit earlier, but it's important to hit this again, that you divide it into urgent and important. Important, but not urgent. Urgent, but not important. And neither urgent nor important. This helps you focus on what truly matters and prevents you from getting caught up in less important tasks. The Ivy Lee method. At the end of each workday, write down the six most important things you need to accomplish the next day. Do these tasks in order of their importance. And this is very important. And this is a very highly dedicated way of managing your time. Because if you start off doing things that you enjoy doing and don't need to do it because they're not prior priority, then you will spend more time doing the things that you don't like doing 
Therefore, you need to do the things you don't like doing before you get to the things that you truly like to do. The ABCDE method. This method involves categorizing tasks in five groups. A tasks are most important. B tasks are important, but not as much as A tasks. C tasks are nice to do, but aren't urgent. D tasks can be delegated, and E tasks can be eliminated. The 80-20 rule, or the Pareto principle. This principle suggests that 80% of your results is done from 20% of your efforts. So identify these tasks and focus more energy on them. Time blocking. Allocate specific time slots for different tasks or activities throughout your day can help ensure that you're dedicating enough time to your most important task. And remember, the goal of prioritizing is not about more work done, but to focus on the tasks that align with your goals and have the greatest impact. And this is what and how to take it to the next level. Remember, the goal of prioritizing is not to get more work done, but to focus on the tasks that align with your goals and have the greatest impact. Now, we'll talk about how making time for activities that you love. Life isn't just about work. It's about finding joy and fulfillment in our hobbies and passions. We'll discuss how to carve out time for these activities, even in the middle of a busy schedule. Now, making time for activities you love is essential for maintaining a balanced life and promoting mental well-being. So here are some strategies to help you carve out the most important time. Now, before we really get into this, as you can see, we've been prioritizing different things as we go along because now we're talking about spending time on things that you really enjoy doing. So prioritize your passion. Recognize that your hobbies and interests are not just frivolous pastimes, but vital aspects of your life that deserve time and attention. Make them a priority. Schedule it just as you would schedule a meeting or a doctor's appointment. Schedule time for your hobbies. Treat this time as non-negotiable. Maximize your mornings or evenings. If you're a morning per person, wake up an hour earlier and engage in activity that you love. If you're more of a night owl, dedicate 
sometime in the evening. Use your lunch breaks if possible. Use your lunch breaks or other breaks during the day to engage in your hobby, even if it's in a small way. Combine activities. If you love listening to music or audiobooks, do this while commuting or during chores. If you love physical activity, consider walking meetings. Delegate or outsource. And this is because the difference is today you can just as easily have a business online where you're working from home. And if that's true, you're not going to be having a high staff that are there to just drop it off to. So, therefore, what you're going to be doing is looking to outsource it to someone, whether it's a virtual assistant or if it's marketing to a digital marketer or a social media manager because they also work from home. Because when you look at different things and also think about how you can incorporate artificial intelligence and software that can help you with your marketing and not only marketing, but how to write out your copy because this is just as important. So if you're overwhelmed with tasks, set, see if you can delegate or outsource some of them to free up your time for your interests. Limit time-wasting activities. Be mindful how much time you spend on activities like scrolling through social media or watching TV. Limiting these can free up time for more fulfilling activities. And remember, it's not about having time. It's about making time. So go ahead and make time for what brings you joy and fulfillment. Now, the last thing we'll do is we'll delve into the role of self-care and maintaining a balanced life. Self-care isn't a luxury. It's a necessity for our mental and physical health. We'll talk about different self-care practices and how to incorporate them into your daily routine. And one thing that I find is that we often don't think about taking care of ourselves or why it's important to us or how to incorporate it into our daily activities. Therefore, it behooves you to take the time to do what needs to be done, to put it into your daily activity. And make it a part of your daily routine. So self-care and maintaining a balanced life are essential for overall well-being. First thing, physical self-care. This includes activities like 
improve your physical health, such as physical exercising, eating a balanced diet, getting enough sleep, and taking care of your personal hygiene. And that means when you're taking care of your personal hygiene, that means bathing regularly, washing your clothes, and doing the little things that you can do to take care of yourself. Self-care and maintaining a balanced life are essential overall well-being. So emotional well-care, self-care. This involves managing your emotions effectively. It can be through journaling, therapy, mindfulness, practices, or simply taking time to relax and recharge. It also means getting toxic people out of your life. And sometimes that's hard to do when you've got a family that's toxic. But you know what? If they're detrimental to your health and your well-being, if you can't totally put them, get them, get away from them, limit the amount of time you even spend with them. Because the more you're around them, the more stress you're going to feel. Social self-care. This involves nurturing your relationships with others. Spend quality time with friends and family. Engage in social activities that you enjoy and maintain healthy relationships. Intellectual self-care. This involves engaging in activities that stimulate your mind. Read a book, learn a new skill, or pursue a hobby. Spiritual self-care. This can involve activities that help you connect with your inner self and find deeper meaning in life. It can be through meditation, yoga, spending time in nature, or practicing religion. For many people who have a hard time dealing with what's going on around them, they have immersed themselves in religion. And these are the ones that I find that they all of a sudden become the born again who want to proselytize you. And even though it may be helping them, it may not be helping you. But remember that there's all different types of spiritual health care. And to me, religion and how you feel about it is personal to you, and no one can tell you how you can practice or feel about your religion. Professional self-care. This involves taking steps to ensure a healthy work environment, set boundaries to avoid overworking, take regular breaks, and seek professional development opportunities Remember, a balanced life doesn't mean giving equal time to all areas of your life, but rather ensuring each area gets the attention it needs. It's about making choices that align with your values and contribute 
to your overall well-being. So sit back, relax, and let's embark on this journey towards achieving the work-life harmony together and also to recognize the importance of how you feel about your religion and how you, understanding just how important that work-life balance can mean to you. Now, I would like to thank you for joining us today on the Balancing Act Mastering Work-Life Harmony in, in a 24-7 World. I'm your host, Davida Shinsky, reminding you that balance isn't something that you find. It's something that you create. And remember to prioritize self-care, set boundaries, and manage your time much more effectively. And this is what we want you to do. Now, the last thing that I'm going to talk about is that I have a membership site that's called the number one selfimprovementuniversity.com. And the purpose of this website is to offer you courses that can teach you to improve your time management skills, improve your communication skills, work on those self-limiting beliefs that keep you from reaching your goals, and often think about the things that you can do that can actually put you exactly where you expect to be in the future because it's up to you to decide exactly where you're going to be and how you're going to get there. It's important to help you understand exactly how you can live the best quality of life within your limits and also to give you some experience in where you're coming from. Now, one of the things that I want to put you into thinking about is that here are some, some things that you may very well, well not understand, that it's a mind shift. And that mind shift is a journey. So you need to know what is healthy boundaries, especially in the family, because so many families don't understand and don't have the experience of helping, of understanding, simply because we all kind of fit together and have different personalities, and it all works because each member of the family expects the other person to act in a certain way. And if you come from a toxic family, what happens is when you decide to change, they don't know how to relate to you. And therefore, you have to either limit that relationship 
and limit the amount of time because it really interferes with your work-life balance and the mindset you have, you're performing your job or especially if you're self-employed and you need to understand the importance of certain things in your life, what happens? You literally allow other people to dictate what you're feeling. Therefore, that has an effect on your mindset. And that mindset can really put you in a not a very good place when it comes to your work-life balance. And we just talked about some different ways that you you can incorporate that into your life. And remember, you can also go to my website, the number one personal career coach.com, and you can sign up for either individual or group coaching where we can sit down with you and help you to work out time management skills and improve your work-life balance.